0: You're listening to the Awesome Podcast Network. This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now, your host, Trey Harris. I still talk to guys sometimes. I ask him if what I'm doing is right or wrong still waiting for an answer, and until I get one, I'll be out here, waiting, watching. The guilty will be punished. The innocent will listen to this podcast. Welcome back to another episode of 80s Revisited, here on our third film for our superhero month, the 1989 possible classic, maybe, mm. The Punisher we'll get into that but first of course I am one of your hosts Trey Harris with me the lovely Vanna White or Hi. the Vanna White to my pet Say Jack my wife Autumn Harris I'm here and of course who's the who else I'm trying to take the wheel of fortune reference to another level the actual but, producer of the show yeah the, the actual <laughs> producer of wheel of fortune that you never see on camera the equivalent that you never see on camera <laughs> Jesse Sedgley. Yes I am that's right our third film for superhero month and honestly, this is probably one that most people of the three, I would say, probably have n- the least amount of people have probably actually seen simply because it never came to theaters over here. But we'll get into that. Such an obscure in title. Just a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's never been remade or anything twice. <laughs> right. Uh,
1: with John Travolta. <laughs>
0: mm. oh, I, I'd how pay weird. to see that one. Yeah, where he's in the No, the way you said it, I, was, I immediately as thought of him as a punch. Hey! Where well, you going with that third no, man? No, no, no. He's a bad guy. I'm killing you now, right? <laughs> hey. No, up your no. he nose with the rubber hose. <laughs> <laughs> they got rubber hoses up their nose. Second revival. Could be. Exactly. <laughs> like Tarantino, The Punisher. Yeah. Travolta, where he's playing The Punisher. this time, like we were talking about. <laughs> it could work. Just send him an email. See what he thinks. There you go. I think Travolta's looking for anything right now. It's the last movie he was even in.
1: I don't care. Aside
0: from the <laughs> upcoming Gummy Bear. Right, that we talked about I think last week actually. He's a gummy bear. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this film released everywhere but the United States on October fifth, nineteen eighty-nine. Just barely an eighties movie. Uh, IMDb five point six, which on the IMDb scale isn't crap, but isn't you know necessarily good either. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, however, critics twenty-eight percent, audience a little bit brighter, thirty-two percent.
1: I'm with the critics.
0: I'm sure you are, but you slept through half of it. But, it was uh, so
1: bad. No, it wasn't. And it was nighttime. Let's
0: get into it in just a second. <laughs> Let's get the who, what, when, where out of the way. All right. Budget was an estimated $9 million opening. Couldn't find any information worldwide or anything. The only number yes, I right. have was <laughs> the uh, estimate of the worldwide theatrical gross, which was $1.1 million. So it lost about $8 million. If the budget is to believed to be the estimated $9 million. Uh, it was directed by Mark Goldblatt. And this guy is... Not a very good director. The only other thing he'd ever directed <laughs> wow. was one episode of Erie Indiana and some other stuff that I didn't feel like typing out uh, on the sheet. However, this dude is an amazing editor. That's his forte. If you look at his IMDb credits, he was the editor on most recently Chappie, one of my favorite films of the year next to Mad Max. Hmm. Also, Armageddon, which has been parodied on this podcast many times, but also such classics as Starship Troopers, Terminator 2, Commando, Rambo, First Blood Part 2, Halloween 2, Predator 2, and not so happily, the Super Mario's. Brother, Super Mario Brothers movie Was so he
1: lead editor? Like he was in charge Of the credit, editing team? His
0: credit on IMDb Was editor On those films
1: So does that mean He was just like a
0: He They could Usually Jesse Kirkman from all this Usually tends to be Mainly one editor For the most part Huh. Typically, yeah, there's maybe assistants or something. Yeah, okay, but like he was listed not as a si- unless he says replaced. just editor. Well,
1: then he should definitely stick to that.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> obviously. But you know what? If you honestly, uh, you know, because you know, cinematographers become directors, which makes sense because yeah. they're cinematographers. You got to break yeah. in somewhere. But it's also easier to be
1: taken seriously as a cinematographer. Also, editors
0: migrating to directing—that yeah. seems like a natural thing to me as well because they know, like, you know, how to structure a film.
1: I just want to be a producer.
0: You just want to tell like, people what to do, and they can't say shit about it. What are you doing, Spielberg? No, I don't like that. Uh, make it a polar bear.
1: No, 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 no! I would totally let the director do his like artistic vision. I just want to be the guy that's like, I'm going to give you some money, and you're going to put my name on this thing, right? That that's what I want to do. Not your work, Jesse. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that for your things, but like spielberg's things you
0: just, want, you just want your name attached to something yeah. great for minimal effort
1: yeah like no effort like
0: every other human like, being like zero, kickstarter effort, com.
1: zero effort i just want to put money into it and have my name on it but i also don't have much money
0: kickstarter and you <laughs> don't want much responsibility so yeah
1: no no responsibility just attach my name to really good stuff sound like
0: a kardashian
1: can i give them money to put my name on like Autumn Harris presents the Kardashians. Yourself either,
0: not at the par, <laughs> I think Ryan Autumn, Seacrest so we're going to uh, say no. It's a no from me.
1: Autumn Harris presents Ryan Seacrest. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, well, unfortunately, to get that job, you probably would have to have sucked Dick Clark's dick, and he's dead. Yeah. So It's never too late. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> uh, whatever. Anyway, it was written by Boaz Yakin. That's the best pronunciation I can get. Uh... He's great at writing se- bad sequels, cause he also wrote <laughs> *Dust Till Dawn* 2, which honestly wasn't that, that bad, but but also *Dirty Dancing* 2, Oh,
1: *Havana no. Nights*. Yeah, that was bad. And
0: uh, he also wrote the recent, or not not so recent, Jake Gyllenhaal Disney collaboration *Prince of Persia*, which that movie was, was bad. pretty to look at. Yeah, it was like it's like all the, Pir- the other *Pirates of the Caribbean* movie after Oh the no, I meant because Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Very pretty, but. Uh, that uh, what her name, Gemma Ayrton was in it too and she was pretty to look at so that's why yeah, I agree with no, you know.
1: she, is, she could play sure like, the her. live action Princess Jasmine
0: that's very true I think we actually made that joke that it was basically Aladdin when you're watching it it
1: was, it was Aladdin that's why we liked it and don't want to tell no, people no, I didn't like it <laughs> of course you didn't
0: nope, I like looking at Gemma Ayrton if, I think, however you pronounce her name
1: you think it's Gemma because that's an actual name it, there's a G G E M M A. Gemma Yeah. G E M M A. Is that what you're talking I grew
0: about? up in the eighties and watched like stuff like Ninja Scroll where there was a character called Gamma and it was spelled that same way except with an A, so I just like saying Well yeah, Gemma. like
1: Gamma is Gemma. a, is a separate thing. But, yeah, her name is definitely Gemma. No, that's, that's Gamma. <laughs> <Gemma.
0: Gemma. laughs> I think it's Gemma. Gemma, 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 Gemma. Gemma. No, it's Gemma. Gimme some Gemma. Continue with your script. Why I like more. i write, no, this is more important. It's settling how like we pronounce her name <laughs> for them one. No, but anyway, starring the uh, One of the greatest action heroes of all time, who honestly didn't star in enough action films that it, as he deserved, rightfully deserved. Dolph Lundgren as Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher. Of course, veteran of the podcast, Rocky IV. More recently, all three expendable movies. Uh, but also the classic I Come in Peace, You Leave in Pieces. And Universal Soldier with none other than JCVD. And actually, they did reunite, I think, in the fourth one. fifth one whatever there was like a ton of direct to video sequels day of reckoning Um. yeah which was on netflix and i got halfway through it and there was nothing to do there were no universal soldiers in the movie at that point so i just like i turned it off never finished it 5.0 hey it's well not quite as good as the punisher that we're talking about now so let's continue to talk about that one uh (laughs) also starring another veteran of the podcast lewis gossett jr is jake berkowitz frank castle's former partner Uh, Of course, Iron Eagle and Enemy Mine, which we did on the podcast, Mm -hmm. Officer and a Gentleman, and also another film we did on the podcast that he was in, Jaws 3. Uh, A little thing I'm sure he wishes was not on his resume. (laughs) But anyway, uh, Kim Mayori was Lady Tanaka, the dead mime from the clip we were watching at the beginning. Uh, She was also in Metro and The Grudge 2. Nancy Everhard was Sam Leary. She was in another 80s sci-fi classic, so to speak, Deep Star 6. And also, this was her second superhero movie to be in. She was also in the trial of the Incredible Hulk, hmm. albeit a TV movie. Huh. Uh, and finally, Barry Otto was Shake. He was recently in The Great Gatsby and also in Strictly Ballroom and the werewolf classic Howling Three.
1: Who was he in Gatsby? I have no clue. Oh, thanks.
0: He's an—he had to be some of the old people because <laughs> he was old older in this.
1: Maybe like a dad or something.
0: I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, He's well. somewhere in there. Continue. Anyway, so but that's basically it. So anyway, autumn. Come out. I watched this we watched this movie I yeah. watched it for the second time since I was a kid in the 80s right or I should say 90s when it actually came on by that time which it came on video to you were not
1: a kid in the 90s you were in college no <laughs> I
0: know. Late, oh wait no before the decade was over that is true uh-huh I was 11 yeah, excuse me 10 when I saw this movie in 19 excuse me 90 yeah All you right. were six.
1: Yes, you were born in 1984.
0: It's on your driver's (laughs) license. You can't lie. I was born in 1988.
1: Stop telling people things. Everybody
0: knows how old you are.
1: No one knows how old I am. (laughs) They do. You can't hide it. You're making me (laughs) whine. All right. Which is fine. So.
0: Anyway, so (laughs) my opinion. Well, no, let's get yours first because I'll need to counterbalance your venom since you.
1: So, I was. For the 10 minutes of
0: it that you saw,
1: (laughs) it was boring.
0: Okay, but you have seen the Thomas Jane, John Travolta one.
1: Yeah, the one with with two-face in it. Two-Face. Yeah.
0: No, no, baby. Thomas Jane and Aaron Eckhart are not the same no, person. No, they are
1: the same person. No, 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 no. no. I'm, like, Jane... I'm like 90% look, sure they're the same person. Let
0: me break this down for you. Okay. Thomas Jane is to Aaron Eckhart what Ethan Hawke is to Tom Cruise. Oh. They look similar, but one of them's a lot cheaper to get. Hmm. <laughs> and it it shows in the Although Ethan Hawke is I'm, apparently a I really a writer. feel
1: like they're the same person. That... Look, look. See? Aaron Eckhart right no, there.
0: No, baby. Look. <laughs> That's a T, <laughs> Thomas.
1: If you were, okay, okay, if I had flashcards, all right? He looks
0: more like Christopher Lambert. Yeah, with doesn't. They,
1: they also look like Christopher Lambert. They're all the same person. <laughs> Highlander, Punisher,
0: Although if, Amalgamation. if different ages, though. I'm not going to disagree no. with that, because how awesome would it be if they had a new Highlander movie? And they were triplets? Christopher Lam, no, Christopher Lambert is the dad, and then Eckhart and Jane are the kids.
1: Yeah, or they're triplets, you and they all it. kiss. I need to keep. This. What?
0: <laughs> My wife has the weirdest fucking gay fantasies. You've ever, like, We're watching The Man from Uncle last night and she's I like, I just like and when we're ta- two really we're...
1: hot guys kiss.
0: That's the most disgusting thing ever because <laughs> men, men are horrible, smelly, watched, hairy uh, creatures. I watched The D Train.
1: What's The D Train? It's that movie that was sounds from like some New gay porno. It's it does Jack sound Black like a gay porno. The
0: uh, Cyclops. What's his name? James Marsden? Yeah. There's a lot of dude kissing in there. Oh, you'll love it all. Yeah, but
1: those two kissing? No, that doesn't do it for me. I, I mean don't see like how two any of that can do it for you. Beautiful men just like engaged in a little lip block. It doesn't have to be gross. Nobody has to be naked. Like just like a man kiss. You agree. 80s two revisited Gmail Beautiful <laughs> men man kiss. It kissing. should be
0: noted that we're not saying that it's wrong for two men oh, of to course kiss. Not. No, We're absolutely just saying not. that as heterosexual men, I don't find anything attractive in okay, it.
1: Okay, but when two beautiful women smooch each other, you're like, Well that's nice.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I'll, I'll t- it's the same thing. But you but go into an, an art museum, you see ninety percent naked women and maybe ten percent naked men. Again, That's because artists I, of the Renaissance knew that women were the more beautiful of the creatures. I don't to fighting
1: with their wieners. I'm just seeing like a smooch no, is it's, fighting. It's, it's, I'm talking it's about nice.
0: the, the artistic aesthetic that women are, you know, things of no, more beautiful. Like, like, I'm a guy. I'm condescending to my own kind. We're not beautiful things to look at.
1: No, like, I don't want to watch you and Jesse make out. That's horrible.
0: Well, thanks but. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I want a divorce.
1: <laughs> but, like, two beautiful Jesse, men. Jesse,
0: let's prove her wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Pose, pose Just to prove me wrong,
1: not because there's some sort of crush situation. <laughs> yeah, no homo,
0: so they used to say <laughs> in stare. the yeah. early aughts.
1: <laughs> About that. So Thomas Jean, Christopher Lambert, and the other one, Aaron Eckhart, they all look the same to me.
0: I can. I mean, I could see similarities, but yeah. they're I can clearly tell a picture of Aaron...
1: Highlander, Two-Face, and the Punisher should fight.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd watch it. Well,
1: no, because it would just be one actor playing all the parts.
0: Yeah, and Highlander... No, it wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) You would get confused in the fight scene, like, who won? I would get so
1: confused. I would have to look at their t-shirts.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so what were your thoughts on the movie? Do you have anything positive to say about Dolph Lundgren's Punisher?
1: I really thought Dolph Lundgren would have a weird... Like, not weird, but... A, a thick accent and he doesn't.
0: That's because when you talk like this you can hide any <laughs> accent when you talk like Unless this. Unless
1: you're from Austria apparently.
0: Arnold has never like tried to t- tried to talk like this.
1: That's exactly how he sounds.
0: No he talks like this.
1: No he's never talked like that.
0: <laughs> Autumn please yes. for the 50 50th fucking time. Okay. <laughs> My impressions are not meant to be, oh, God, oh, that sounds gosh. just like him.
1: Trey has the worst impressions.
0: We know. You say it every episode. Like, it's some sort of new piece of knowledge that nobody's I ever think heard that's before. that's the
1: first time I've ever said that.
0: <laughs> no, it isn't. If you re-listen to any of the episodes you've been on, not only would you have seen how many times you've caught yourself in your own hypocritical statements, <laughs> but also how many times you bring up, whenever I call you babe, how you always say, <laughs> don't call Jesse babe.
1: I And then you also
0: <laughs> always, God, your impressions are so bad. Yeah, I know. It's stated every time. It was stated before you even on the podcast.
1: <laughs> well, at least we're keeping it consistent.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, okay. So I just this like episode going funny is voices.
0: brought to you by wine.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: W h i n and also w oh, yes. i n e. That's
1: because I want to have a brand of wine himself. called
0: Wine <laughs> with an H. <laughs> so anyway,
1: I will donate money to your cause, but you have to put Autumn Harris presents. <laughs>
0: In big letters and <laughs> tiny it. little letters. Yeah, wine. I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna produce your wine, wine.
0: Hey guys, taking a quick break from the podcast. Ask you to please, please, please shoot mm-hmm. on over to iTunes. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. We love to hear feedback because, hey, let's face it, like the '80s, we're not perfect. Also, head on over. <laughs> <back>. <laughs> So we screwed up this ad. <laughs> Damn, now we get, gotta get back to the show. This is 30 second ad. We only got eight seconds left. Oh shit, we're so, Oh, I thought you affected like you do your okay, magical Amazon, editing thing. iTunes. And Stitcher. Reviews. Go get them. Thank you. Um, okay. So,
1: about the movie. Not gonna watch this one again. Don't blame ever. you. Never, never, ever. I did not watch it as a kid.
0: Obviously. Didn't
1: know it was a thing. Literally thought the. Aaron Eckhart, Thomas Jane, Christopher Lambert version was the only version. Had no idea this existed. Um, is there anything, don't feel like I missed out on much, honestly. Is
0: there anything good to say? you have anything good to say about it?
1: Yeah, like Lundgren's accent sounds good.
0: Okay, that, that's it?
1: <laughs> he was hot back then.
0: He's still pretty hot for an old guy. You want to kiss him? No. Okay. I want to see him kill terrorists <laughs> in more movies than what he's been in.
1: Yeah but...
0: Um, Expendables 4. I'm sure I it's gonna happen. I didn't
1: think he did a bad job in it, mm-hmm. but it's so just what's your not... So com- what's good. your complaint
0: about the movie? Just the pacing, the story, blah, 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 blah?
1: It's just super boring and I didn't care.
0: Okay. I, don't, I mean, I'm not saying... I'm not criticizing you. <laughs> you know, Make sure you understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh-huh. saying you're... Is wait, whoa, candy? whoa. Kindergarten Cop 2 filming? That has to be direct-to-video. Mm. Oh, he's taking over the role? Yeah, that's, that's right. direct-to... Yeah, yeah. Direct-to-video. Okay. He's done a lot of, If you look at his, like, record uh Lundgren's, uh you know IMDb profile he's a lot of stuff like as actor but not a lot of that was you know overseas films mm-hmm. direct to video or TV movies he hasn't had a lot of mainstream films until of course recently with
1: Well honestly if I was an actor and this is what I wanted to do with my job like as my job to make money I would take everything that was thrown yeah, at me Yeah and he
0: did <laughs> He took like, he's taken a lot of them I would
1: definitely not be like the the ones that are like no I I hold out for like the good roles, for the good movies. Like, no, no, no. I'll pretty much do uh, anything that's going to pay me.
0: I think the big thing that happened except with his porn. Career, I won't do porn. Was back in the eighties, <laughs> for example. He was in Rocky Four, and then he uh-huh. was. I mean, that was kind of his boom. He's here. I, then I think I Come in Peace came. I don't know the order. Oh no, excuse me. That Rocky Four got him Masters of the Universe, which at that point, you know, that was late. He meant the toy line, and the cartoon were already over by that time, I believe. Except like. As far as new episodes go, Was he
1: the Beastmaster? Who was the Beastmaster? Mark Singer, oh. Mark
0: Singer, Dar of the Emirates. That's Ew. my Mark Singer voice, by the way. I know it's bad, <laughs> but anyway. I was
1: gonna say anything.
0: No, but uh, honestly, because Master of the Universe, you know, it wasn't. Oh,
1: that's right. He was He-Man.
0: It wasn't like a, you know, it's a good bad movie to yeah. me. Like you know, as a kid, I loved it because it was just He-Man. Yeah, you know, it was it didn't a He-Man matter. movie. But uh, you know, when you watch it now, when, when we revisited it, revisited it for the podcast, and you know, it was like, eh, <coughs> yeah, it's show it's a product of its time, but it's you know it's nostalgic and it's well, what yeah. they did. They didn't have a budget, but you know, had that been a blockbuster, I'm sure that would have led to a lot more than Showdown in Little Tokyo and. What other, I, other I don't things.
1: fault an actor for taking jobs. I, I
0: you didn't gotta eat. Not faulting him for anything because I love him to death. <laughs> Especially if you're seven feet wanna, tall I and I want blonde. more Lundgren, and also you know. Uh, Again, the 80s the 80s action hero party was crowded. Yeah, a,
1: and it was also cheap.
0: Well, I mean, you know, you couldn't afford Schwarzenegger. You got Lundgren or... You couldn't, you couldn't afford Stallone or Schwarzenegger. You got, you know, Van Damme and Lundgren until their stars rose. Van Damme's obviously higher than Lundgren's did. You know, but in,
1: Still, all those guys know who he is. Oh so. well, yeah.
0: Because he's, he's a fucking Rocky IV. And Master of the Universe. All right, continue. But anyway... <laughs> I would disagree. I actually liked it. What watching it again? Now here, more or ho, ho, less ho, that, than the. That's what I'm getting okay. at. If you compare and contrast this film to the Thomas Jane one and the uh, Ray, I forget his name. Who was in the Punisher War Zone with the different Punisher guy? Uh, he's he's one of the uh, Warriors Three in Thor. Ray, he was the villain in the other guys. Ray like, when Weinstein. Yeah, something like that. The Winestown. only Ray I know. Is no, fine. you'll recognize him when you see him. But. Uh, that's a bad picture of him. Yeah, I don't but, uh, know who that is. No, but you st- you'd recognize Drew him? Drew Carey. Wait, wait, was he the Punisher? Am I thinking mm-hmm. of the right act? No, I'm not thinking of it. Oh, he diff- looks like a really rizzled Russell Crowe. That right. Pro. Was the War Zone. It, um, Punisher, Punisher War Punisher Zone. Race, Ray Stevenson. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, you're right. He's been in a lot of stuff. For oh,
1: he's always the bad guy in British movies.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But he was—he was a fantastic Punisher. He's but that a good movie actor. was terrible.
1: Oh, he was in that terrible remake of that movie, Three yeah. of Tears.
0: which had a great cast. Yeah. it was just a stupid movie. It was movie. a
1: stupid story. And t- why was Mila Jovovich there?
0: Because she was banging Paul Anderson, the director.
1: <laughs> she shouldn't have been there. The director
0: of *Mortal Kombat* and I every know, *Resident I Evil* know, movie. Know, That's why she, she was there.
1: there. Ooh, neither should that d'Artagnan. I didn't like that d'Artagnan.
0: Oh, the uh, Percy Jackson and the.
1: The little girl the boy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he was in something else recently too, where he wasn't that bad. <sighs> but I anyway.
1: Know. I like that guy though. He's the Oh yeah, the forget- I always forget his name. He was in Dracula. Uh, he was in that God he was movie in, too. in uh,
0: Immortals. Oh, I'm going to kick myself when I see his name. Luke Evans. Yeah, Luke he Evans. He's Bard like, in the Hobbit. He's like, a he's really yeah, he's a really good actor. He was in the
1: actor. Hobbit. He's really good. Uh, he's pretty cute. He could kiss a dude. I'd be okay with.
0: Well, him. lucky for you, that's his kind of forte.
1: What? Really? Yes. Oh, I'm googling it.
0: Just don't do it on my computer. I don't want to get to work and somebody's like, like my computer. Like Zachary
1: Kento and his boyfriend, like they have a really cute like yeah, online yeah. relationship and they're adorable. I wonder if Luke Evans has one.
0: Back to <laughs> the hetero talk because we're talking <laughs> about the '80s,
1: <laughs> where no one was gay.
0: Where it was a little okay. more private. You didn't get the dude in public. Anyway, right. I'm just getting the the topic back on track. Is all all right, I'm trying all right, to do. Right. You're work. Don't try to make me out to be some sort of bigot. Yeah. Bigot. Like, <laughs> I'm not a retard. Right. Uh, but anyway, compared to the other film versions of The Punisher, l- watching this one, it's not that bad. Really? And as far as... You think as they an- cared more? No. <laughs> okay. it's, I, th- I think because his origin is told through like one five-second flashback. Yeah, Done. which we appreciate. In, in The Punisher with uh, Thomas Jane, the first 20 minutes of the movie are this... St- Stupid, nonsensical show, plot. They
1: show his like <coughs> wife and kids get like gunned down in that one, don't they? Yeah, like on. on the, on okay, the deck me... or yacht okay, or what? whatever.
0: Okay. Here's the Punisher's origin. What are
1: those things called? No, dock. No. It's a dock. Yeah. It's not a deck in or a Bahamas. yacht. It's a dock.
0: In the Bahamas. Boom. No, here's the Punisher's origin. <laughs> he's a cop. Uh-huh. He, he arrests a mob boss. A mob boss... I, mean, I don't even think it's even that deep. Him and his... He's a cop. His family are at the park having a nice Sunday out and there's a mob hit in the park and his family get killed in the crossfire. That's it. He then swears to take care of crime. It's that simple. The Thomas Jane Punisher movie spent 20 fucking minutes going over this elaborate plot how he he arrests John Travolta's son, gets one of his sons killed, goes to the Bahamas to retire with his family, and Roy Scheider's his dad. And then he. And they
1: shoot up the whole house or whatever. Yeah. I remember that. It's
0: like, no, like, no, just.
1: Like, the hit Just, was on him and his family.
0: Yeah. Just have his family get killed anywhere and yeah. start the fucking movie.
1: Like, there could have been a car wreck <laughs> caused by the mob. I mean, like, you bastards. It could and have been that anything that would
0: have been better it. than the remake. Or not the remake, but the... Okay, uh,
1: so you didn't like the remake.
0: No, I mean, no, the, the best <laughs> part about it, it wasn't, like, shot bad or anything. Uh-huh. But John Travolta, like, uh, we talked before, he was a <laughs> great villain in Face Off and yeah. Broken Arrow. Like, he had, a, he had a couple of films where, like, he was the great villain. Yeah. Excuse me. He was a terrible villain in The Punisher. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: oh god, I can't kill my son. Oh
0: god. He was a whiny little bitch. Was
1: that movie we were watching the other night where like he straight up threw that woman into the, the LA River?
0: Yeah, the hot chick from Mulholland Drive. Oh, <laughs> well, he threw her on the train track and the train came. Oh
1: yeah, that was it. It was dumb. It just looked like the bridge over the LA River or something.
0: Yeah, but that but that movie the that best part weird. of the Punisher with Thomas Jane was the entire fight with Kevin Nash. Because mm-hmm. that was but I mean I can
1: appreciate Kevin Nash being in a movie anyway.
0: Well, it was just a, it was a fun awesome action sequence. He's getting mm. his ass like kicked, thrown through walls and he's breaking the you know his,
1: like Kevin Nash is like seven feet tall. Yeah,
0: but it's but uh anyway, that was in there because uh shortly before the movie, Garth Ennis the guy who did Preacher soon to be an AMC <laughs> show which you're going to watch and you're going to fall in love with because oh, the comic God. was so amazing, it's one of the best ones ever written. Okay. Anyway, but uh when he on his run of the Punisher, when he kind of rebooted the Punisher comic because yeah. it was nobody cared Lame. pretty yeah. much he didn't have his own series at the time but Garth Ennis does adult material like it was M rated an M rated comic basically they started rating the comics around this time for you know for mature readers and all that yeah. and th- a s part of the storyline he went after this particular mob family and he was killing all of them so they hired the Russian who looks exactly like that in the comic which was the best part about this movie
1: so it should have been Dolph Lundgren <laughs> and
0: Kevin Nash did a great job but it could have well, been London. But Nash is way bigger than Lundgren.
1: Yeah, Kevin Nash is giant.
0: Because I mean, he's a wrestler. He's a big guy. Lundgren yeah. is a martial artist who's big, who happens to be six yeah, foot five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like
1: Kevin Nash is closer to seven feet. I'm pretty sure. I think yeah, he's like but six, I mean, he's bulky six, for
0: because wrestlers. A lot of wrestlers are bulky for show. Yeah. Because that's like, and the he's image. just really tall. Yeah, but like, then like really tall. That's why you look at you know Kevin Nash was chiseled, but you look at Brock Lesnar. I mean, he's got like a. bit... He's not like he's huge, but he's not like. Ripped in a sense, like a Mr. Universe or something, mm-hmm. because he's, you know, UFC and everything. He's genuine. He's like, yeah. he is a beast, to make a pun of his little catchphrase. Order. But anyway.
1: Yeah, I don't get it, but keep going.
0: This film is like, because it's kind of got a bad reputation. It's like, oh yeah, like, because it never came to theaters over here, blah, blah, blah. And so most people probably haven't even seen it. Huh. But as far as an 80s action movie goes, especially one that is an R rated superhero movie. It's not bad, like, you really can't fault, like, there's not much bad you can say about it when you look at, take that into consideration for its time. Of course, if this exact movie came out today, you know, it'd be a TV movie, first of all. But the action sequences aren't that bad. Uh, There's some silliness in the story, obviously, but not as ridiculous as the Thomas Jane one. Yeah. And then Punisher Warzone, the one after this, where they replaced Thomas Jane with Ray Stevenson. He was, Stevenson was a great Punisher, but again, the villain was stupid. He's, like, prancing around... In weird costumes and it was just, it was just dumb, but anyway. So yeah. if you, you know, if you're a comic book fan and you like maybe saw this back in the day or you don't or you've never seen it and you just go on with the mob mentality that oh yeah it's crap because you know it's like a black sheep of superhero movies you're wrong. Watch it again and take it into consideration for its time, mm-hmm. it's not bad. It's not bad at all for a 1989 action film. It's pretty brutal. There's a, I mean, the body count is 91. That's probably three times as much as the last two Punisher movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't look it up. I'm just snowballing. But anyway, so you didn't like it. No. I think uh, for its time, it's great. Uh, but I, like you said, I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. Like, but I have seen it, unlike many people who. Oh, Rebecca Romain was in that one. I forgot that yeah, one. Yeah, and that funny fat guy. <laughs> oh, and that's Ben Foster. Yeah, that's the, uh, weird. Yeah, he's a great, I mean, he's a great actor, but in a. Basically, basic, basic uh, in the Thomas Jane part. version. For yeah. Those oh not yeah. Not not in, the, uh, not in the not in the 1989 so version. He was probably four years if old. If we
1: were hanging at home and you were like, "Okay, we're gonna watch The Punisher," so pick which one you want to watch. I would tell you, "I'm um, going wash my hair."
0: Yeah. <laughs> but now you're now Richard Ramirez, the 80 serial killer, is in yeah. your closet. and He comes out and has a gun to your head. In the middle of the night, you're going to watch a Punisher movie. I would pepper Which spray one? him and leave. No, no, you you have to, you literally have to pick one or you're going to get shot in the head.
1: I'd get shot. You're. I'm that, that is a.
0: First of all, that is a lie.
1: I am stubborn. rather
0: die. But fine.
1: I'm just, my wife turns up like, dead, not, we all not know like, now what happened. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's not that I would rather die than watch a Punisher movie. It's that you're not going to tell me what I'm going to do. I would rather die than submit to your will because fuck you. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Serial
0: killers, if you're looking for somebody who will just let you kill them without uh-huh. a fight.
1: No, I'll fight. You're going to have to kill me because I'm not going to do anything you tell me to do.
0: Okay. That's fine. To, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fun to speculate. But as we said before on this podcast, nobody knows what you're going to do in a situation that's yeah. actually in a situation. True. I'm pretty sure any one of us, if somebody put a gun to our head, we wouldn't be like, oh, I'm not watching a punishment. You fucking shoot me. <laughs> you put the gun in your mouth like, fuck it, Do it. No. That's
1: exactly what I
0: I'm going to say, Duff Lundgren. Right now. Let's watch it. Let's watch it together. You got some popcorn? Let's watch it. I yeah, have oh, no problem you, with that. Yeah,
1: because you liked it.
0: No, you're picking the best of the mediocre movie to watch. Yeah. It's not like it's...
1: I mean, like, whatevs.
0: Yeah, whatevs. Anyway, <laughs> uh, behind the scenes stuff. Let's get this train moving. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Lundgren actually helped revise some of the monologues so he'd be more comfortable saying them. Because, again, this is 89. He's he's not a, he's not from Switzerland, I believe, if I remember correctly. I don't know. So, I mean, he's not... English wasn't his... Isn't or wasn't his native language even at that time? So, like you were saying, you were you were impressed how he didn't, he did not yeah. sound like the Russian or he didn't have the speed, uh, which he did a good job of. But he worked out some of the dialogue, so it really hid that a good bit. Uh, this was really awesome, uh, I thought, and also one another reason why I liked it because uh, the fight, the sense of. Uh, realism and the fight and some of the fist in the fist fighting scenes I should say. All the fight sequences were performed with real contact by the actors to give the fights a sense of realism. And uh the two main Japanese henchmen of Lady Tanaka, uh I'm gonna butcher their names, Kinji Yamakaland and Hirofumi Kayayama's uh, sense of honor would not allow them to fake a fight. They insisted that they actually, with controlled force, hit hmm. each other. So huh. uh and uh Again, like, there's a lot of like stigma on this movie. I wonder how long lasted. people. lasted. I think by their it.
1: fourth movie, they were probably like, you know what? My honor's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: We can stage it.
0: Uh, not if you're Japanese, toots. Ever heard of Seppuku? Hagakure? No, what I'm...
1: Code of the are, Samurai? I'm sure there are plenty <laughs> of Japanese stuntmen that are absolutely fine.
0: But they're not martial arts champions that know what they're doing that are on set <sighs> in Australia for this movie. All right. So... Like but all he, these kids are trying to murder this man. <laughs> watch this shit. Watch when he runs out. <laughs> yeah, those kids just murdered somebody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, their parents the are mob bosses. Chase. I think they're okay with it. They were going to learn anyway. Yeah, that's
0: true. They're just they're just doing what they were told at home. <coughs> yeah. But uh, they anyway. They watch that kind of stuff all the time. There was a big rumor about the film that Marvel didn't like grant the filmmakers permission to use the Punisher license or anything. That's completely untrue. Because uh, Stan Lee is a producer on it. And this is one of the few Marvel films where Stan Lee is not in it, but also Stan Lee didn't create the Punisher. Mm. Uh, But uh, they have the skull on all the knives he uses in the film. But then also supposedly his his slightly dyed beard was supposed to give, and his pale, gaunt appearance from living underground was supposed to give his face a skull-like quality Mm. instead of wearing it on his chest. Which do you know why, Autumn? He wore a skull on his chest. No, why? Same reason Batman wears a big yellow bat signal on his chest. To scare people? No, um, Who's scared of a big yellow bat signal. Me, product placement. Coward. Yes, Jesse. It's all about the product placement. No.
1: Oh, so they can make lunchboxes like Spaceballs.
0: Basically. Yes. Okay. You gotta, it's expensive. You know, bullets aren't cheap for Punisher, and then you know all those gadgets Batman has. Bruce Wayne has. You know, limited financial income. He's got to manage many things. No, but it's because in the comic books. It's because that draw when people are shooting at him, they're going to shoot at the target. The target's on the chest, huh. which is heavily armored. Yeah. True. In fact, it's done. Elo- it's spoken more eloquently than I could ever put it in the words of Frank Miller in *The Dark Knight Returns*. By all means. I don't know it by heart. Oh. He just gets shot in the chest, and he's like, "Felt like a brick hitting my stomach." Blah blah blah. That's why I wear a target on my chest. Would have taken my head off if he hit me in the face. Something like that. That's the gist. But oh. that's why Batman has a bat signal, but also the Punisher has a big skull. And uh-huh. if you look, if you look at his costume. The skull, the top half of the skull, is like printed on his chest, like actual chest, and then the teeth, so to speak, are like ammo packs mm. and other stuff. So that's what the skull actually is. But again, it's to draw when people shoot at him. They Luckily, aim for the skull. he takes
1: the time to line that up so it works out.
0: He's a superhero, baby. It's kind of like goes with the territory. Uh-huh. Oh, and the whole excuse in the Thomas Jane movie why he has the skull on his chest was so stupid. What did they say? His kid bought him a shirt from a local vendor in the Bahamas selling pirate stuff that had the skull on it. You should wear this shirt, Dad. And, of course, after his family's murdered, he's blown out to sea, and the, the black guy saves him and brings him back with a beard and everything. The only thing remnant he finds of his family is that shirt in the, still floating in the ocean <laughs> with a skull on it, and then he puts that skull on his armor. It's stupid. Weird. It's just stupid. Anyway, uh, Dolph Lundgren did most of his own stunts, which there's a very impressive motorcycle stunt uh, in the funhouse scene, which is a pretty good action sequence uh, for the time. Uh, I'm not sure if he actually did that stunt, but it was a pretty badass wreck. Him, uh, It was a Mad Max quality bike dismount from a second floor. Anyway, a sequel was planned, but because the movie lost $8 million, supposedly, it never happened. Imagine that. And then, uh, like I kind of mentioned before, instead of hiring stuntmen to double for a lot of the Japanese actors, they did their own stunts and fought their own fights and all that kind of fun stuff. Excuse me. And like we talked about Mad Max before, and like I was telling you when you're watching it, this is actually considered an exploitation film because it was produced, mainly shot, and all that kind of fun stuff in none other than Australia. So, it's an exploitation film that didn't cross over like Mad Max and The Road Warrior did. Yes? I, I see you thinking... Just
1: because it was filmed in Australia doesn't mean it's ozploitation No, it was lately. funded
0: and everything, produced, the, the production company and everything was an Australian company, got they the rights. are
1: exploiting Australians? Because um, that's what exploitation is.
0: Well, I'm just telling you what the internet says, which right. if you read it on the internet and I didn't tell it to you mm. first, you'd automatically believe it anyway. So, yeah. Uh... I already said that. I have to put it on here twice for some reason. Oh, but uh, the movie wasn't released was le- released theatrically worldwide except in the United States because New World Pictures, the production company, eventually became bankrupt by time by the time between the time they finished the film and it was you know the prints were made for release, and it was also never released in Sweden, Lundgren's home country, because of censorship. It would later come out on video, however, in Sweden.
1: What kind of censorship?
0: Just violence and stuff. Austra- like for example, Grand Theft Auto Five, I think, still has not released in Australia like mm. today because of this super strong like rating stuff. Like you know, certain content is not allowed for import at all hmm. in Australia. They're like the biggest one that I can think of that uh, you see a lot. Like a lot of games and movies don't get released in Australia legally, at least because of censorship, government <coughs> censorship. Weird. So, and like I said, body count. Was ninety one autumn? What would you score this film? Color. Type no, of No,
1: I mean I would say like a four and a half, four.
0: Okay, so. Like I've seen not worse shit, movies, but, but not yeah. Good. Like
1: I've, I've seen worse movies, but I don't want to watch it again.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's that's honestly most movies. There's some great Pretty movies much. that I never want to watch again because I I I, I see yeah once. yeah yeah hard candy. It's a great movie. I will never ever watch it again. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, again, revisiting... When I was a kid, I really didn't kind of like it. I didn't like it. Because, of course, as a ki- also as a 10-year-old, you know, there's, there's much better things out there, such as Predator, Commando, that are still fresh. Terminator 2 comes out, you know, what, two years after this film is released on video. You know, so it came out also at a kind of a time... at a time when it would have been overshadowed anyway. Yeah. But revisiting it, it is not a bad movie. It's not a good movie... Better than the Fantastic Four reboot, but it's not a terrible film. It's not a Batman and Robin. It's not a Batman Forever. It doesn't deserve <laughs> as much hate as it got from people that honestly probably never saw it, or judging it today by today's standards, mm-hmm. by the quality of the movie itself from 1989. Right. But anyway, I'd give it a six, and I did want one quick thing. I did want to compare and contrast uh, this film again. IMDb was 5.6. The 2004 Punisher was 6.5, and the 2008 Punisher Warzone with Ray Stevenson on IMDb was 6. So, IMDb rating wise, this is the lowest one, but I would say of the three, in terms of like the essence of the comic book character and just the general movie, I think it's the best one. So, yeah, here's the, uh, we're actually watching the, uh, the long drawn out sequence of the origin story in the 2000, and what did I say, four. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 36 Uh, minutes in, and he's still not the Punisher. 40 minutes in the movie, and he's still not the Punisher. Weird. Uh, By this time in the longer movie, the body count's already in the 70s. (laughs) So I'll let the facts speak for themselves. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, in the real world, again, this released everywhere but the United States and Sweden on October 5th, 1989, on the same day the Dalai Lama won the Nobel Peace Prize. So, kind of two sides of the completely different types of currency. Yep. So I think. Oh, oh, and then the day after this released, tied into some sort of movie trivia. Betty Davis passed away at eighty-one years old.
1: What happened to her eyes?
0: They were taken out and put on display mm. and,
1: <laughs> at the Smithsonian.
0: Mm-hmm, that's why that chick wrote that song about it. huh. Like, here, here, you go. But anyway, uh, Back to the Future. This week, we talked in the, uh, last week or the week before about how. Superhero Month, and Fantastic Four is the only superhero movie playing. Yeah. Well, we took that bullet for you listeners, and we, we went and saw did. it. I will would like to stress, as usual, I didn't have to pay for it, thank God. But we did sit through that movie. Uh-huh. Autumn, what did you think of the Fantastic Four?
1: I saw Baton Rouge in it.
0: <laughs> Anything else? No. Pos- you have nothing positive to say about period.
1: Uh-uh. Except I, I saw some stuff from my hometown in Okay.
0: It. That Okay.
1: And I recognized it, and it was cool.
0: Okay, none of the actors the were end. good for you. Nothing, nothing good to say about it. Um, we'll come back to you. Anyway, no. <laughs> the uh, end. <laughs> but uh, this film has gotten universally destroyed, like flat out. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's basically. But honestly, this comes out what week? Uh, it's been out for what a week. By the time this is out, it's been out for what two weeks, I think. Maybe. Probably. Uh, it probably won't be in theaters next week. It might not even be where you're at this week. But anyway are you looking at the, oh let's see so okay uh, well it's made of over a 100 million worldwide yeah domestically 43 but I, it that that budget had to, its money back but that's about it oh yeah 120 million but anyway I'm here to tell you is the movie bad yes yeah is it a let me see I wrote it in my notes I was comparing and contrasting IMDb says that the fan, the current Fantastic Four movie is a 3.9. Let me put that in a comparison for you. Batman and Robin is a 3.6. This Fantastic Four, the current one, is not 0.3 percent of a IMDb point away from Batman and Robin. It is not that bad. Uh, is it bad? Yes. Will I ever watch it again? No.
1: Definitely not.
0: If you're, if you're, if you're, are you? If you're a fan of the Fantastic Four, you probably should rent it. Just at least see what it's you know see what they did with it. This is, a, this is like Wolverine Origins. For everything that was, like, I could say good about it, there's about five things I can say that was absolutely ridiculous and stupid. Yeah. First and foremost being Dr. Doom is the most ridiculous character I've ever seen in any superhero movie in this particular incarnation. The Dr. Doom in the Roger Corman film in, uh, when was it? I think that that down to, in the 1994 one, looked a million times better than this big budget Green Lantern animated costume-ass motherfucker in Fantastic Four. Uh, I think Miles Teller is that the dude's name? Jesse from Whiplash. Mm-hmm. He yeah. like uh, the the cast themselves, not bad at all. Like I've never been a fan of Kate Mara, but she was great. She was a good and you know she fit that role. Uh, again, these aren't the, her role wasn't taxing in any way. Uh, but Miles Teller was a great Reed Richards. He was his he was very awkward, similar to kind of Whiplash at first. I was like kind of trying to fit in in a yeah. way. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was great. He, he was cocky like Johnny Storm. There's a stupid racing plot line that makes no sense, but None they throw it, it in there anyway. Uh, one of the, Again, you say something good about it. There's five things I can tell you that are bad. Uh, the guy that plays Ben Grimm, like they so shoehorn, try to shoehorn that character in, Like instead of just saying he was just working with Reed uh, to, to go to the other... Oh, it's another dimension in this film. It's not space. They don't go and get bombarded by cosmic it's not rays. Not the moon. Uh, and then his voice as the thing. They add kind of a little rough to it, but it's like it doesn't quite fit. The thing looks awesome. Like I mean, he's very rocky and he's not like smooth. Kind of like he was in the comics. He's kind of craggy a bit. Yeah. More like a kind of like a rock golem in a sense. Uh, he looks pretty good. Uh, the effects are completely hit or miss. Uh, but his voice as the thing is kind of awkward. But it, it just didn't seem to fit that. Yeah. What you were seeing—it was weird. So they could have done a better. He wasn't bad. He wasn't a bad actor, but he wasn't. They could. They definitely could have got somebody better for Ben Grimm. But that was the least of this film's worries. Uh, as the sto- again, we talk about convoluted or- origin stories. Uh, Doctor Doom himself doesn't show up to the last about maybe yeah, twelve minutes a long of the time movie. To get there. and he has all these powers, and then they go to this other dimension, and all of a sudden he's like super weak. There, it's really, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, it's. It, it's a simple story how they got their power, and they just, again, they screwed it up so bad in terms of the storytelling. But they, they had some good pieces in place. They just completely screwed it up. Uh, but again, if you're, a, if you're a Fantastic Four fan, rent it, don't buy it. Uh, the Chris Evans and Jessica Alba ones are far superior to, uh, than this one. Because let's be honest, the Fantastic Four, they're not like a Punisher or Spider-Man. Man gets bit by radioactive spider, but he, he gets spider-like powers. Man's white family is killed, becomes a vigilante. Uh, <coughs> Scarlet Witch, she's a mutant, well she's a mutant, it's not much of an ordinary story, but anyway, the Fantastic Four go to space, and they're all in the same craft, they get bombarded by cosmic rays, and they come back to Earth, and they all have four different powers.
1: Yeah, it's weird.
0: It's, now, they did try to explain it in this film, by like, as they're tr- they're leaving the dimension.
1: Yeah, something bad <laughs> rocks happens Rocks fall everybody. into Ben
0: Grimm's pa- uh, mm. chamber, and then Johnny's storms burst the flames, yeah. so... They do try to explain it, which I'm not necessarily faulting, but it's really ridiculous how it just randomly happens.
1: To all of them. Yeah. Something different happens to all of them. So
0: they did ad- actually address that, but what I'm getting at is that the Fantastic Four, in my opinion, is, a, is one of the most difficult comic book properties to adapt to a film to the level that you have Avengers and Spider-Man and Thor with such care and thought put into it to make it not seem ridiculous. I mean, Ant-Man, perfect example. Yeah. Ant-Man. You know, a lot of people probably aren't going to see that movie just because Ant-Man that's, that sound stupid. And it they'd be very so wrong good. because it was so good, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but the Fantastic Four is just, that's a, that's a hard thing. Like, someone sell.
1: who cares about that story needs to do that adaptation.
0: Yeah, like, if, if J.J. Abrams got a hold of it, it would probably be amazing.
1: If he liked it. It would be
0: fantastic. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, and as I was doing with The Punisher, too, that's the one reason I want to talk about it, this one. Uh, th- like I said, this Fantastic Four had a 3.9 on IMDb. The 1994 one also had a 3.9, which that is a 3.9 movie by comparison in any any stretch of imagination. The 2005 one, however, 5.7, which, you know, that's 1.1% higher than The Punisher, uh, the one that we talked about in the 1989 one. The sequel, 5.6. So again, not, not considered shit, but not considered gold as far as IMDb scores go. But all I'm saying is, this Fantastic Four movie does not—it's bad, but it's not as bad as Batman and Robin. Like people are giving it the reputation; it's becoming the new Batman and Robin, and it's that same thing, kind of like—I
1: feel like I'd rather watch Batman and Robin.
0: I would—I would honestly rather watch Batman and Robin. Uh, having seen both, I would rather watch Batman and Robin simply because Schwarzenegger. Chew! What killed Chill. the dinosaurs? The Ice Age, and all this <laughs> stupid, stupid puns the entire movie.
1: Yeah, well, haven't watched the '60s TV show—that shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> but the sixty TV
0: show is awesome. So and it saved the comic, as I believe we briefly mentioned yes, last week, yes, so yes. I'm not gonna re- no, I'm not, I'm no. not revisiting eighties revisited. Good. I'm don't. just mentioning it. Moving Listen on last week. Calm your tits. You calm your tits. Or to tits. quote my dad, keep your pantyhose on. I'm not wearing any
1: pantyhose.
0: <laughs> I was talking to Jesse, baby. did you pay attention? <laughs> yeah, keep up. No, but anyway everybody <laughs> no, kiss. Yeah, so uh, we did get another email. So uh, it's a long one, so let me get through it really quickly. Uh, it's from a girl who wrote us before, Jen E. McCarthy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let me... S- <clears throat> Love the show, exclamation point, exclamation point. Jen E. McCarthy. Thanks, Jen. Appreciate it. Thanks for writing again. Hope you enjoyed Hero Month. So, uh, moving on. N- <laughs> that was a quick one.
1: Nice paraphrasing. <laughs> that, was a ju-
0: uh, uh, that was kind of the lead up and okay, whatever. Leave a review on iTunes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. It was please. a
1: joke. <sighs> You're so funny. Ooh, I'm so mad
0: right now. <laughs> no, but anyway. It could be just as short. We're fine with that. <laughs> yes. Leave a review. Uh, but anyway, email us, 80svisited at gmail.com. Uh, awesomepods.com, awesomepods on Facebook, awesomepods on Twitter. Uh, and of course, awesomepods means Awesome Podcast Network. There are other podcasts on the Awesome Podcast Network. Of course, we're the, the latest and greatest because we're still going strong, just like Sylvester Stallone, still popping out episodes well after the 80s.
1: Because <laughs> he's old. The old on steroids, <laughs> just like me. Yeah. But
0: uh, there's tons of old, great episodes of everything from Geekly Dose for your geek fix, your Hero Clicks fix with Duo Attack, and if you want to hear some conversations from one stranger to another, Jesse Sedgley's own podcast where he interviews such amazing people as myself. Huh. Whoever. So,
1: Why need to interview you?
0: Because I'm What'd a very What would you talk about? Moment. Don't autumn never listen. Promise me you'll never listen to that episode.
1: I mean, I won't. But I know what? I'm just
0: being facetious. Good. It's just a conversation.
1: What'd you? Oh, I have so many questions. Didn't
0: listen to it because I ain't gonna. Yeah. I don't even remember what we talked about. No, I'm yeah. not. But going anyway, to. also there was also a great podcast that uh, Jesse did for a while. Why don't you know this? Where it was like a puzzle and trivia podcast, which I didn't was get really enough fun. reviews, for So, <laughs> so you yeah. just quit? Well, Jesse's also Pretty a much. filmmaker, game designer, musician. <laughs> yeah, podcast I mean. producer. So stop having so and many jobs mm-hmm. and, the, and of course uh, Timber Jordan has Republic City Report if you're a legend of Korra fan and also never forget our good friends in Lafayette John and James were now versus Nostalgia they're still going strong over there still got your jacket John we'll get together soon my friend But you're also, getting it back you're? well actually if Jesse moves I might, have to, I might have to just mail it to him or something I'll have to figure something out We're on a timetable now. FedEx. (laughs) But anyway, and also, everybody, don't forget, this is Superhero Month, and as we mentioned last week, we did lose a member of the 80s Revisited family. David Vallejo uh, did pass away, but we still, again, Superhero Month is dedicated to him every episode. I'm sorry that the movies aren't better, (laughs) or (laughs) whatever, but I'm sure uh, based upon what his friends have, the kind words his friends have left on our page and other outpourings of support I've seen, he would have gotten a kick out of them, and I'd like to think that he's listening now, hopefully, uh, making sure God isn't too angry with some of the things we say sometimes, because, mm. you know, we're explicit. So, but again, the next 80s movie you watch, please raise a glass in tribute for our good friend David. And next week, like, like i were kind of talking as well last week, we kind of went from, you know, Superman 3, PG, Swamp Thing, PG, The Punisher, R, you know, R for violence. But next week's film is unrated. Mm. Unrated. The dirtiest superhero movie ever until its three sequels came out. None other than the trauma classic, The Toxic Avenger. Rounding out Superhero Month, we'll talk about Toxie and all of his, well, his first adventure in origin next week. Right here, same toxic time, same toxic channel same toxic (laughs) marriage I've been in for five years
1: like four
0: (laughs) it's just a joke everybody knows that but until next time everybody I'm Trey Harris
1: Autumn Harris
0: yes he said it the guilty must be punished cowabunga and more on facebook.com slash pods, and follow us on twitter at pods. that was your
1: Stallone again
0: no that's my Punisher Lundgren
1: that was your Stallone you
0: heard him talk like that on the trailer <laughs>
1: that's not what he sounded like
0: <laughs>
1: that's your Stallone
0: maybe Lundgren is <laughs> like Stallone on purpose maybe you can do he's a like, deep voice
1: without doing like, a Stallone accent
0: but then you have to <laughs> sound like Lundgren
1: huh <laughs>